1: This morning, the school holiday
2: exodus. Warnings for long queues and baggage delays as travellers try to get away. A new date set for the Brittany Higgins trial as Lisa Wilkinson is silenced by the court. Crash tragedy, a driver dies after their car rolls down an embankment in Brisbane. Neighbours fight to save a home engulfed by flames on the New South Wales south coast. And the demons bounce back with a dramatic win over the lions.
1: This is 7 News with Jody Spears.
2: Good morning. Airports around the country are bracing for long queues and delays as the school holidays begin. The June rush is predicted to be busier than what holidaymakers faced in April for both domestic and international travel. Sydney and Melbourne airports are each anticipating more than two million passengers through the gates. School holidays begin in Victoria, Queensland and the Northern Territory this weekend. A new date has been set for the Brittany Higgins rape trial after the court was given assurances all commentary on the high-profile case will cease. Political reporter Jennifer Beshwati is in Canberra for us. Good morning, Jen. The case has been pushed back for months.
3: Good morning, Jodie. Yeah, that's right. The trial will now begin on October 4. That's a three-month delay following that controversial Logies speech by TV personality Lisa Wilkinson and the publicity that followed. Now, lawyers for Bruce Lerman, the man accused of sexually assaulting Brittany Higgins here in Parliament House in March 2019, wanted to push the trial into next year, but that was denied by the ACT Chief Justice. Now, Lisa Wilkinson has hired a high-profile barrister, Matthew Collins, to represent her should she face charges of contempt of court. It is being reported this morning that uh, he could be costing her up to $10,000 a day. Now, Network 10, uh, who uh, employs Ms Wilkinson yesterday, gave an assurance to the court that there'll be no more commenting on the case. They did, however, threaten to sue other media outlets uh, for what they say is inaccurate and unfair reporting on uh, Lisa Wilkinson's role in delaying the trial. They argue that the reporting is now causing significant harm to Lisa Wilkinson. So just recapping, Jodie, the uh, trial for the man accused of raping former Liberal staffer Brittany Higgins will now begin here in the ACT on October four.
2: Okay, Jen Beshwadi, thank you. A driver has died after their car rolled down a steep embankment and caught fire in Brisbane's west. Emergency crews were called to the scene near the Pinjarra Hills campus of the University of Queensland just after 9pm. It's understood the driver veered off the road after failing to make a right-hand turn. A forensic investigation is now underway. The Victorian Premier will today announce the retirements of four of his most senior ministers. Deputy Premier James Molino, Lisa Neville, Martin Pakula and Martin Foley will be leaving Parliament at November's state election. They're also set to stand down from their portfolios as early as today. A Cabinet reshuffle is expected within the coming days. A teenager jailed for the stabbing death of 15-year-old Tanya Burgess in New South Wales more than a decade ago has been granted parole. The now 32-year-old, who can only be identified as DL, will be released in August under strict supervision. He stabbed Burgess 48 times in 2005. It's
4: just a hopeless, helpless situation for us.
2: I'd rather he be out now, at least is supervised. DL has reportedly shown no remorse for the crime. A home on the New South Wales south coast has been completely destroyed in a fierce inferno. Neighbours armed with garden hoses joined firefighters in their efforts to tackle the blaze when it broke out at Gerringong. They managed to protect neighbouring homes from the flames.
4: Rural fire service crews
3: assisted by Fire Rescue in New South Wales worked very quickly to protect those exposures.
2: Nobody was inside the property at the time. Urgent contact tracing is underway in Victoria after the state detected a new monkeypox case. A man in his 20s has become the fourth Victorian to test positive for the virus and is in isolation after recently returning from Europe. The World Health Organisation is expected to make an announcement on whether monkeypox is a public health emergency of international concern today. Health experts are warning new Omicron subvariants will take over within weeks in both New South Wales and Queensland. The BA4 and BA5 classes of the virus are fast becoming the dominant strains, prompting an alert as cases rise. They're also warning it's possible for people who've had COVID once to be infected again. Millions of dollars' worth of cocaine has been seized by police in Victoria. Officers say they've smashed a major trafficking ring, finding 45 kilograms of the drug inside a jukebox smuggled in from Greece. The batch was branded with LeBron James's number 23, supposedly as a reflection of its quality. Two men have been charged and they could face life behind bars. A Porsche stolen from Brisbane has turned up in a wild police chase just north of Newcastle. The Cayman was driven through a Bunnings car park, followed by several patrol cars, after earlier being clocked at more than 200 kilometres an hour on the Pacific Highway. It later hit a fence. The 20-year-old driver arrested and charged with 11 offences, including not stopping in a pursuit. An inquiry has found Western Australia's multi-billion dollar mining industry has failed to protect women from predatory sexual behaviour. The year-long investigation uncovered evidence of physical and sexual violence, grooming and stalking across the sector. It's recommended new alcohol standards, gender balance and a possible register for sexual offenders. Gold Coast residents have been warned to stay away from the city's major hospital if they can because it's overflowing with patients. We do have to, at times, have patients in corridors and the ability to admit patients to the ward when there's a bed shortage
1: uh, can overcrowd the emergency department.
2: COVID and the flu have increased ramping, prompting a public plea to keep the emergency department for emergencies only. A serial conman in Melbourne has admitted to fleecing thousands of dollars from women he met on dating apps. Chris Collins convinced his victims he was a professional sports gambler, persuading them to open betting accounts. He took one woman to a Richmond pub and while she danced, he moved $72,000 of her savings into an account, losing $20,000 by the end of the night. He will be sentenced in August. It's the most common cause of birth defects in children, yet many mothers aren't aware of the risks CMV or cytomegalovirus poses during pregnancy. Australian scientists are on the verge of a world-first breakthrough, developing a vaccine against the virus.
4: Little Azaria Ward contracted cytomegalovirus before she was even born, a scan at 26 weeks revealing the worst. It was terrifying, to be completely honest, Um, something that we'd never heard about that is is so common. 50% of the population has the CMV virus. For women who don't, they have a one-in-three chance of passing it on during pregnancy. Hearing loss, vision problems, cerebral palsy and developmental delays, common side effects. Courtney Thorpe contracted CMV during pregnancy. They thought her head was measuring small which is a really big sign that the baby has actually been infected. For 30 years Australian scientists have been trying to develop a vaccine against the deadly virus. Now they've had a world first breakthrough. It's
3: really exciting. We think a vaccine that we have designed is a step very important step forward.
4: It launches a two-pronged attack on the virus, deploying armies of antibodies and killer T-cells at the same time.
3: It sustains immune response much longer than what we had
4: expected. And could also be to fight other viruses, like specific COVID strains. The first human vaccine trials will begin in 2024. If they're successful, it'll be rolled out first to adolescents and then the rest of the world. It'll be massive
2: for other families to not have to go through all the, the turmoil. Samantha Heathwood, Seven News. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is up 43 points, the Nasdaq up two. In London, the FTSE fell, a bigger fall for Germany's DAX, losing 231 points. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei was higher at the close of trade. Hong Kong's Hang Seng shot up by over 200 points. The All Lords closed up nine and the ASX 200 ended trade slightly higher too. On the commodities market, gold is trading at just over 1,800 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 104 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 68 US cents, 93 Japanese yen and a dollar 9 New Zealand. Ukraine looks likely to become an official candidate to join the EU in what's shaping up as a huge blow to Vladimir Putin. The European Parliament has approved the candidacy of both Ukraine and Moldova, but it could still take years before the nations formally join the Union. Today marks four months since the start of Russia's invasion. Rescue teams in Afghanistan are in a race against time to find survivors in the wake of the earthquake disaster. Aid agencies have been deployed to eastern parts of the country in response to an urgent appeal from the Taliban as local hospitals deal with ambulance and bed shortages. It's been reported one clinic in the region has just five beds for as many as 500 injured patients. A photographer has captured the terrifying moment a swimmer fainted in the pool at the World Aquatic Championships in Budapest. Anita Alvarez lost consciousness during her artistic routine and sank. Luckily, her coach noticed and quickly dived in to rescue her. It's believed she stopped breathing for two minutes. She's now recovering and doing well. Convicted sex trafficker Ghislaine Maxwell could face more than half a century behind bars. Prosecutors in the US are calling for a jail term of at least 30 years for the British socialite who helped then-boyfriend Jeffrey Epstein sexually abuse teenage girls. In sentencing submissions, prosecutors called her actions shockingly predatory. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge were left positively beaming at the unveiling of their first official portrait as a couple. Let's go live to 7 News reporter Miley Hogan in London now. Good morning, Miley. They appeared absolutely delighted.
3: Jodie, they did look really pleased with the final product. The Duke and Duchess of Cambridge are one of the world's most photographed couples and now they have been captured on canvas. They were there to see it go on public display at Cambridge's Fitzwilliam Museum. It will stay there for three years for the public to enjoy and then it will get passed around other parts of the city so that other people uh, can have a look at this uh, portrait. It has been praised for having a striking likeness to the royal couple and the royals did get to meet the artists that put that together. Now, after they left the museum, the Royals went to a nearby hospice and met with some children and their families there,
2: Kate even helping out with some artwork. So a busy afternoon for the Royal couple, Jodie. Miley Hogan, thank you. If you have private health insurance, you could be in line for a COVID windfall, a share of more than $1.5 billion. Some of our biggest funds are giving back cash.
0: Private health insurers emerged fighting fit from COVID-19. Last year, earnings more than doubled. COVID's impacted a lot of us in different ways uh, and meant that some of our customers haven't been able to use the health services they typically do. With funds under pressure not to profit from the pandemic, members are sharing in the spoils. At Medibank, up to $620 each for top-tier policyholders. Private health insurance as a sector have, uh, stepped up right from the start. Um, and committed to not profiting from COVID given it was impacting a lot of people. Australia's five biggest health funds are returning $1.6 billion to members through hardship support, deferred premium hikes and cash payouts. On average, Medibank members with extras-only policies will receive $28 and hospital and extras policies, $123. NIB, it's $13.64. Booper will hand back $28 or $110.
3: Now that we're back to some sort of normal, I would expect Australians to start claiming their extras benefits again as well as you know getting those elective surgeries.
0: Meaning don't expect the current cash splash to be a regular thing. One way funds are returning cash to members is by delaying premium increases while CUA and HBF put through their increases as normal back in April, AIA has deferred ITS until September, Booper until October and HCF, Medibank and NIB as far out as November. The stark differences in premium hikes show shopping around can save you real money.
3: With the end of financial year approaching it's a good opportunity for a reset and to make sure that your coverage both hospital and extras has
2: everything you need and nothing you don't. Gemma
0: Acton, Seven News.
2: Melbourne has been named as Australia's most livable city. A new livability index ranked it as the 10th best city to live in in the world, while Sydney came in at number 13. Perth ranked 32nd and Adelaide 30. Brisbane dropped a whopping 17 places to become the 27th most livable city. That's because of tough COVID border closures in Queensland last year. To Sport Now, it's scheduled for an overhaul next year, but before that, there's some scores to be settled in the Women's State of Origin series. Tonight's game in Canberra represents the last of the standalone matches. Since the concept started in 2018, both states boast two wins each, with Queensland going back-to-back in the past two years. I just think they'll throw everything at it. They they obviously want the trophy back, but so so do we. So we want to keep it up in Queensland. Definitely... um, Revenge, um, but this year's a totally different year. Um, New girls, new venue. Next year, the Origin series will be played over two matches. The New South Wales Blues will have their final training session in Scarborough today before reconvening in Perth where they'll complete their preparation for Game 2 of the State of Origin series. It'll be a change of pace from yesterday's activities, the Blues enjoying a day off ahead of Sunday. Queensland, meanwhile, departed their Sanctuary Cove training base yesterday. Victory in Game 2 would see the Maroons win the series before hosting Game 3 at Suncorp Stadium. The Melbourne Demons have returned to the top of the AFL ladder after thrashing the Lions by 64 points in a top-of-the-table clash at the MCG. Having lost their previous three matches, the Demons bounced back to form in emphatic style. Melbourne led by 30 at the main break. The reigning premiers then booted five goals to one in the final term, re-establishing themselves as AFL flag favourites. Travis Head is in doubt for next week's first test against Sri Lanka after suffering a hamstring injury. The middle-order batsman has already been ruled out of Australia's final one-dayer. Head joins a growing casualty list that includes Ashton Agar, Mitchell Stark and Steve Smith. With the Aussies plagued by injuries, Glenn Maxwell could make a shock return to test cricket after being drafted into the squad. It's been five years since Maxwell last wore the baggy green. The trip to Australia Zoo no longer has to end once the gates close. You can stay for an overnight safari in a luxury lodge, realising Steve Irwin's long-time dream.
0: Everything that we do revolves around wildlife conservation work, so every time you come and stay with us, what you spend is going back into all of our conservation work.
2: All while enjoying cabins, an infinity pool and fine dining with local produce. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a trough crossing southwest WA is causing heavy showers. A cold front moving across the southeast is driving showers into western Tasmania and bringing strong winds. A weak trough in southeast New South Wales and eastern Victoria is also bringing a few showers. Around the capitals today, sunny with a top of 23 degrees in Brisbane, mostly sunny, 20 the top in Sydney, 14 and partly cloudy in Canberra today, showers easing in Melbourne, 16. degrees. Partly cloudy heading for 13 in Hobart, Adelaide morning showers and 16 degrees, 19 and mostly sunny in Perth and sunny and 32 in Darwin.